Brave, outspoken, conservative. We, we are Ladies Raised Right. We're your co-hosts. I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk, and we're dismantling the left's agenda one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right or on Twitter at LadiesRR. And you can find any additional information and merchandise at LadiesRaisedRight.com. You asked, and we have your answers. We're here to provide you with rebuttals against the liberals. <laughs> right in time for family gatherings. <laughs> So for Christmas and the holidays that are coming up this week, we have supplied you with plenty of rebuttals against common misconceptions coming from the left. Backed with facts. Backed with all the facts you need. <laughs> so we're going to start out with Biden. Um, a, com- a misconception. <laughs> <laughs> a common thing you might hear liberals say, Biden has done so much for this country. What do you have to say to that, Anuk? I feel like Biden has done nothing for this country. Let me rephrase that. Nothing great for this country. He has done plenty of terrible things, but nothing has been successful. Yeah, I think one of the worst areas that we're seeing and our fellow Americans are seeing is the inflation right now. Consumer prices have increased 6%. That is insane. Has anybody's wages gone up 6%? Nope. Nope. Does that mean I'll get a 6% raise? Probably not. (laughs) So this is hurting a lot of people. And according to the Washington Post, um, we have a right to be upset about this because it is Biden's fault. They also, quote, say, inflation climbs 6.2% in October, which has been the largest increase in 30 years amid the supply chain block backlogs. That's incre- Like that's so insane. There's no way that we can sustain that. No. That's going to send the country into like a depression very quickly if we can't find a way to stop it. Yep. Yeah, I'm just thinking of econ where they have like those charts and it's like inflation, depression, recession. Here comes a recession. (laughs) So start saving. Start saving. (laughs) And then it's funny too, because like you'll hear people when you're asking them, oh, what do you think about the inflation? Well, you know, like high gas prices are like what this country needs to do with like if it means we have a good president. Do we have a good president? No. (laughs) So we have both. We have a bad president and we have high inflation. So. but we don't have mean tweets. <laughs> but the mean tweets were causing the inflation. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, they weren't. So, so that's another rebuttal for liberals. Um, if they tell you that he was, that Trump was a bad face for our country and Biden is better because we no longer have mean tweets. Let's well, take a moment yeah. to acknowledge all that Trump did. That was quite good for this country. And then we'll look at Biden's epic failures from the Afghanistan withdrawal to the unemployment currently. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So he met with Russia, right? It was a joke. Like, literally, Putin, like, laughed in his face, and they no longer take us seriously. Yeah, America's the laughingstock of the world right now, thanks to Biden. Thanks to Biden. And to clarify, then he also has not been able to meet with North Korea. Trump successfully met with North Korea. And the first president to do so. Exactly. Um, He consistently, like... Makes a fool of himself. I don't know if anybody else here has heard any of his speeches. Even my most liberal professor can said or can say that Biden is not good at speaking. Yeah, because he has dementia. <laughs> like if they can admit that and own that, but then they're like, but let's keep going with it. How? That's like you're admitting you know there's a problem and you're just gonna continue like doing what's wrong. Yeah, and the ridiculous of it of it is the double standard. Um, we are. Like, other countries are making fun of us and who we have as a president right now. And if anyone ever said anything bad about Trump from a different country, like, 
it was all over the media, but we're not hearing anything from the media about Biden. Every time Trump made a mistake, it was all over. Look at our president. He's so awful. Biden has made countless mistakes. He cannot speak straight. He's fallen up and downstairs. <laughs> he has no idea where he's going. No. Um, he like is looking for his mask when he's giving speeches outside when he didn't have a mask to start with. He's, yeah, he is an awful face for our country. It just shows America as weak. Right. And that's just like very unfortunate because we should be leading and not having presidents falling up and down stairs. Yeah. Other countries love us. Um, even after the 9-11 attack, India and other countries were saying like this was attack on all of us because right. America just stands for freedom and um, everything. And meanwhile, now the rest of the countries are joining in and chanting FJB. So yeah. even if like some of the most liberal countries are chanting FJB, we probably have a problem. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so moving to our next topic. So gun control. This is really easy. Um, there's a lot of common myths and misconceptions, and you're going to need all these rebuttals to come back on any sort of liberal comment that's going to be against this. So just to start, we're probably going to define the Second Amendment. Olivia, what is the Second Amendment? Okay, so in the Constitution, the Second Amendment is written as a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Meaning, you should be able to carry weapons. Exactly. I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but the, the liberals have an interesting comeback to this. So they believe that because when the Second Amendment was written, that they carried muskets, that they didn't conceive that the weaponry was going to evolve as greatly as it did. So therefore, the Second Amendment should be abolished because now we no longer use muskets and the Second Amendment would only apply to that sort of weapon. However... That means that the Second Amendment would apply to cannons too. <laughs> exactly. But then if you like look at it, the government now has stronger means of forces. So if all we had was muskets to fight against the government when they have nuclear weapons, like we would be without arms, and that beats the whole point of the Second Amendment. Yeah, to protect a free state, or to be the security of the free state. Exactly. So if we can't be the security of ourselves, then how, are we, how is the Second Amendment not going to work? Or, like, work for us if, it, if we have to carry muskets. Logic does not apply to liberals. No, it never does. <laughs> and... Last time I checked, a musket was still a gun, so... Exactly. You should be able to carry any kind of gun that you Yeah. Have. There's also another popular one against gun control. So they're saying that 30,000 deaths are caused by guns in America. But what a lot of people don't mention is that 54% of these deaths are suicide. Um, that's kind of a little bit dark, but... It's necessary to it's mention. It's necessary to mention because regardless of method of suicide, people... Um, you're usually still going to commit suicide. And the way you can see that is if you're looking in Europe, most of their suicide because they don't have guns is occurring is through hanging. So about 54% of European uh, suicides are caused by hanging. So people are still committing suicide. And you still, yeah, you still have a mental illness, um, which is unfortunate. And if anyone does, I encourage you to seek Seek help. help. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) get help right away. Um, because but obviously we don't that, want that for anyone. But yeah, what we're saying right. is that you can't make the argument that guns are the number one cause for death in relation to committing suicide because if you have that type of mental illness, you're going to find other means to do it. And then also only 1% of assault weapons, which is clearly misdefined most of the time, are responsible for homicides. Yep. And in other countries, and again, this goes back to the mental illness thing. If you're going to rob someone, 
you know, may have a gun, but if you don't have access to gun, like cr- criminals are always going to find ways to hurt each other, even in jail, when they have no weapons, they're locked up, they're guarded 24-7, they still find a way to make a shank and kill other prisoners. Exactly, which leads <laughs> us into the next myth that if you're attacked, you're more likely to get injured if you're going to try to use a gun to protect yourself. <laughs> We're going to fact check that for you right now. <laughs> fact check it. According to Buckeye Firearms, you are more likely to survive a violent assault if you defend yourself with a gun. In episodes when a robbery victim was injured, the injury rates were, so if you resisted with a gun, there was only a 6% chance that you were going to get hurt. If you resisted or you did nothing at all, there was a 25% chance that you were going to get hurt. If you resisted with a knife, there was a 40% chance that you are going to get hurt. And if you have a non-violent resistance, there is a 45% chance you're going to get hurt Hurt in an armed robbery. Uh, what even is a non-violent resi- karate? <laughs> just like, hey, like, go for it. <laughs> but there's a huge chance you're going to get hurt if you don't resist. Right. So why would you not resist with a gun? Because now I only have a 6% chance of getting hurt versus doing nothing where I have an almost 50% chance of getting hurt. Yeah, I agree. So defend yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Arm yourselves, defend yourselves. Obviously, no gun safety 101 because... Carrying a gun is very responsible because it will keep it will kill people if you use it. So be okay. safe. Yeah, make sure you understand how to use it and properly educate yourself on it. Yeah, keep it locked up. Exactly. Okay, now we're going to go into institutional racism. So basically, the left thinks America is systemically racist. What the left fails to recognize, though, is that they were actually the ones who owned slaves and wanted slaves, and they did not want to free slaves. So we're just going to put that out there real quick, burn this into your brains, because I can guarantee you the schools aren't teaching it because the left wants to cover it up so bad since they have the entire black community voting for them right now. But they were the ones that owned slaves because Abraham Lincoln, who was a Republican, freed the slaves, i.e. the Emancipation Proclamation. And the Democrats knew that this would hurt their economy so much because they were making so much money in the South by using the slaves that they, they're the ones who actually started the Ku Klux Klan because they wanted to intimidate blacks and white Republicans into ending the reconstruction efforts for black equality. So it's just, and now they're just trying to distance themselves from this so much when this is rooted in liberals, exactly. not Republicans. So the next time someone says to me, it's systemically racist, I'm going to ask them if they know their history. <laughs> because nobody's talking about it. And then everyone keeps attaching like Republicans and conservatives to the KKK. They are not responsible for that. They didn't start it. They have nothing to do with it. Yep. The Democrats started this um, because they are money driven. (laughs) So if you really want to kind of poke a jab at your uncle that's telling you that (laughs) you're probably racist because you're a conservative Republican, make sure you fact check that. Yep. We're not going to stand for the liberals telling us we're racist and homophobic anymore. I've had enough. Exactly. And that's not implying that your uncle started the Ku Klux Klan, right? Yeah. He's a Democrat. It's just saying, hey, like, this is the history of it, and you should really understand what's going on, because history is going to repeat itself, and it seems like the Democrats are gearing up to do something crazy, and they're going to start blaming the Republicans again, and they're putting things in place that seem a little bit racist. Yep, definitely. Let's and start marking vaccinated people and unvaccinated people. It almost reminds me of the 1940s and World War Two. Suspicious. Very suspicious. <laughs> um, and the Democrats, I guess America, again, is always a problem for everything, because... Let's look at other countries that currently have slaves, or even India, where they currently enact the caste system. America's the most, like, free and equal country you will ever be in. But if you don't think that, then, like, go to a different country and 
Get figure it out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. America's not for you if you can't handle that you have more freedoms than anybody else and you're that you are not oppressed. Yep. Which okay. brings us to our next point, because we kind of touched on this. Let's talk about COVID. No, did you know that not all vaccines are 100% effective? No. <laughs> really? How? Really, really? I thought we would I thought we'd be done with COVID if it was 100% effective. I know. Why doesn't it work? So shook. Uh, help. Help us. <laughs> so, however, the difference between the COVID vaccine and other vaccines is that according to the CDC in three separate articles, only 3% of people who get the MMR vaccine are still going to get the measles. That's incredibly low. Extremely low. But how many people have you heard get the COVID vaccine who are still getting COVID and passing it? Let's throw a fun fact out there, a recent event. So in Spain, um, some ICU staff had a holiday party. All of the people that attended the holiday party have had their COVID vaccines. They've had their boosters. They all got tested before attending the party and now, currently, this is still going up right now, 70 out of 100, 170 people that, that attended have COVID and testing positive. What? I thought this was, everyone was supposed to get this. It was going to end the pandemic. I was probably because they haven't had their like fifth and sixth boosters. Yeah. Or wait, is it possible that the virus mutated and there's another variant out there? Is it possible that the virus is probably just like the flu? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it is pretty dangerous. <laughs> um, so yeah, just the next time someone says like, that the COVID, no vaccine is 100% effective, just remind them that people, 3% of people in the world, like everyone gets the MMR vaccine, They're, 3% of those get the measles. But I can tell you right now, my cousin, both my cousins, my aunt, my uncle, and my grandma were vaccinated. My one cousin got COVID, he passed it to my uncle, who passed it to my grandma. That is three out of five people. The chain reaction of Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about these people. No vaccine is 100% effective. You're well, not. actually, there are actually two vaccines that will be a touch base in one of our COVID episodes that actually are yeah. 100% effective, and that just proves point that no vaccine will ever really be effective. It's very rare that this vaccine will ever become 100% effective as it's so slim that it's already done that before. Right. So, yeah, we could go on and on about COVID and the ridiculous of this, but we're going to move on to a common theme right now, especially with the Supreme Court um, and the Roe v. Wade and all that's going on there, of my body, my choice. So I'm just going to give you a couple of very quick facts. First of all, a fetus, which I guess it makes liberals better to say like, no, the fetus in the womb. Um, a fetus is actually Latin for offspring. So that's where that word came from. That's what it means. So that would mean an offspring. What's, what's an offspring? <laughs> hmm. Well, further, according to Princeton, 96% of biologists agree that life begins at conception. So here's a little biology Anouk has heard this story, but I got into a fun debate with this girl um, who said, if you're going to make abortion illegal, then you might as well make jacking off for men illegal. Um, so that is just wrong in so many ways. Right. Conception is when the sperm meets the egg. And 96% of biologists agree that that's when life begins because it's like when all the DNA is decided, your hair color, your eye color, etc. So at that point, life begins and something starts to form. Yeah. That's the vast majority. Um, a heartbeat, Texas banned it because you can hear the heartbeat as early as five weeks. So that's why they said you can't get an abortion if you have a heartbeat because I think it's pretty obvious if you have a heartbeat that's a life inside of you, which means it's not your body, your choice. But don't the liberals have bigger hearts than this? Like, don't they feel more? So wouldn't they think that the heartbeat would start sooner? No, but it's like a little, 
It's a fetus's heartbeat. So <laughs> oh, it doesn't count. Right. It doesn't count. It's still like inside the womb, so it's not. It's yeah. not really heartbeat. Gotcha. Yeah, as soon Even as though your heart's inside of your chest. <laughs> exactly. Um, as soon as you have something inside of you that's growing that has two arms, two legs, fingerprints, a brain, nose, facial expressions, that is not your body. That is its own body. Yeah, it's completely separate. Further, um, babies can feel they begin to feel pain at 13 weeks. So just think about that for a second where you can get a late-term abortion from 13 to 26 weeks and like that baby can feel its arms and legs being ripped off, which is awful to think about. (laughs) Um, But it just, I think, really drives home the point of how disgusting abortion is and how it's like truly not your body or your choice. Um, But another excuse liberals like to leave for abortion is that rape constitutes for abortion but according to USA Today, less than 1% of abortions are performed because of rape and incest. So 99% of abortions are not performed because of rape. Yep. Yep. So I guess we're just like agreeing with the minority here because if only 4% of biologists agree that life like doesn't begin at conception and then less than 1% of abortions are because of rape, like why are we just going to give in to the minorities? And like a, abortion is going to lead to additional trauma for the rape victim um, rape obviously is already traumatic enough, but then adding an abortion to it, which studies have proven like post-abortions, your anxiety, your depression, drug use, alcohol use are all going to go through the roof. The chances of you having a child in the future are going to go down. It's just going to lead to more um, trauma for the rape victim. And currently under current law, rapists aren't subject to the death penalty. So putting a child to death gives actually gives more rights to the rapist than a child conceived from his crime. Which is brutal. Yeah. So therefore, the child, which is like the result of the rape, not the actions that the child has caused, is going to die because of the rapist. Yep. And it's just awful. Um, I'm heated about this. I could talk about pro-life a lot. It's my knowledgeable subject. (laughs) It's your about me hot topic. (laughs) Yeah, that is my hot topic. Um, But we're going to move on to something else that kind of ties into this, which is kind of funny. Um, it is that birth control is sexist. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that birth control is sexist. It, it like, it can pick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, viruses and pills and medicine are sexist and racist, apparently. It can have intellectual and feelings and thoughts, but the fetus baby cannot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that explains it perfectly. Logically. So much. Um, so one of the things you might hear liberals say is that men do not have a form of birth control. They it do. It is called a condom or a vasectomy. Exactly. And... Also, like, nobody is forcing you to take the pill or any other form of birth control that you may be on. Like, that's your choice. You have chosen to do that, and that's something that you... You're choosing to have sex, and you're choosing that you don't want to have an offspring, and therefore, methods to do that, currently, scientifically, is through birth control. Yeah. So, if you don't like the way that it's working, then go invent another way. But as of right now, like, that's just the way it is. Yeah, and birth control, the pill also has, like... A lot of other benefits that liberals conveniently forget to um, think about. One of them, which is the main reason I take it, is because it prevents ovarian cysts. Because I had one pop, and it was probably one of the most painful things in my life. So the pill like reduces ovarian cysts, it clears up your skin, it regulates your hormones, it makes your cramps not as bad, and it gives you lighter periods. So, I mean, when I had my periods before the pill, it was awful. But like the pill definitely <laughs> makes it better. Right. And then further, 
another argument is like the pill or other means of birth control doesn't work for me, so I have to suffer in misery. So when has there ever been a drug that's a one-size-fits-all? Never. There's multiple different types of birth control because of this. There's a pill, there's IUDs, there's all these other forms of birth control, so you can find what works best for you. Because if it was a one-size-fits-all, that wouldn't work. Right. And like we even see this in the mental health field with antidepressants. There are hundreds of antidepressants you can take, and if you just take one... And you go to your psychiatrist and you're like, this didn't work. They're not going to be like, oh, okay. Well, that's it. Yeah. But I'll next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to work to find something that works for you. Exactly. And then the other one is that they should make something for men. That is, like, as of right now, the reason these exist for women is because of the way biology works and the science of behind it. Yeah. Like, men don't carry the egg. No. So their bodies are different. So, therefore, you can't prevent, like, a man from getting pregnant because the man doesn't carry the baby. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that you could prevent them. You could, like, kill the sperm or yeah. make them infertile, which, like... That's a vasectomy. <laughs> and that you could do the same thing for a woman. Yeah, you can still get your tubes tied. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I think we've dismantled that one pretty quickly. So we've kind of fired you guys up. We've got left you with a lot of <laughs> fighting points on a lot of different quick topics. Um, obviously, you're free to dive more into these. Um, all of our resources are available on our page. And you can kind of explore these topics a little bit further. But this is going to be eventually a reoccurring segment. Um, please send in your common misconceptions <laughs> that you're hearing from liberals that you really want a strong rebuttal from. Yeah, because we've got them. We're, We're ready. ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready Let's to go. take down the left. <laughs> Thanks for starting your week off right with Ladies Raised Right. We won't be doing an episode next week. Our next episode will be in the new year, 2020. Too. <laughs> see you next year yeah so you can start your year off right too and hopefully this helps you win some arguments this holiday yeah thanks for tuning in bye bye